this beautiful walking meeting in Washington, D.C. Um, what do the people that weren't there need to know based on what you've learned so far? Well, I think the first thing, and to me the most exciting thing, is that this is not an insurmountable problem. This is solvable. And some people are already seeing good results from their work. So uh, putting smart heads together, this job can be done. Um, I think pulling out of the examples that we saw, the essential principles uh, will be really helpful, and that, that will be back out on the website shortly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's good. So um, there sounds like there's hope. Um, this is, you know, one of the things, this is one of the things in medicine that is relatively easy to treat, and it sounds like what you're saying is it's, the problem isn't with science as much as the awareness and maybe the people leading together? Well, and as in many other things, this is certainly true. It's true across all of the ABCs. But with blood pressure, it's about doing things systematically. Okay. Having a system that supports the detection and the treatment and the control of high blood pressure. Okay. And we've seen a couple of examples where systematic care has been put in place, works like a charm. Um, we just need to be able to facilitate the uh, um, removal of the boulders and barriers that are in the way of getting that done more broadly. Okay. That's actually really good. So it's really about, so this is something where everyone can participate in creating a good system because we're all part of it. Right. So the system is not owned by physicians or pharmacists or patients. We're all part of it. And if we don't understand that we're all part of it, then it will just continue to be an ad hoc Situation. What you said is really profound because if there's a piece missing, yes, the whole system breaks down. Right. Every piece is essential. Yeah. So that if you've got a really engaged nurse, for example, someone really highly skilled, great communicator, uh, capable of uh, titrating medications in the case of a nurse practitioner, but the individual is not enthusiastic about engaging in blood pressure control, or the physician is not supportive of that. You know, it can break down all around the circle, but everybody's got to have their or both. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of, um, it's kind of powerful because I'm sure in the cardiologist practice, the family medicine practice, you know, we see the strokes and the heart attacks, and um, you know, George Howardson made this comment about hospital infections. You know, we used to say, oh, darn, another one. And uh, we really don't have to have that, if you think about it. Right. Right. The, there are, you know, you said a minute ago, blood pressure is pretty easy to control. It's not easy to control in everyone. But, Good point. But, Good point. But to be able to get uh, the folks whose blood pressure is really, really challenging uh, to the right people with the expertise in that difficult area, sometimes it's a nephrologist, sometimes a cardiologist, sometimes primary care, with special interest in really tough cases. Right. But I think it's the, if we don't do the detection and the early treatment approaches in a systematic way, then we can't ever get to that very difficult subset who need a different type of care. Okay. So we can, we can do it with some effort. For some, is e some is easier than others. Right. We have, the, we have a system that can do it if they're perfectly engaged. Yep. Um, we do need specialists, we do need primary care docs, we need patients, we need pharmacists. Um, what about like walking meetings? Let me ask you about that. Do you do that a lot? Right, just a little, a little segue. It's my favorite. It is. Why? It's, my brain works better when I'm mobile. Say more. 
Say more. What have you noticed? Oh, my attention is devoted to only one thing at a time, <laughs> which okay. I think is a luxury and uh, extraordinarily effective. Um, and I think I find myself thinking more creatively on the move. That's cool. So do you do a lot of them in your... Not near enough. Not enough. I like that. <laughs> well said. I have room for improvement. You do. <laughs> So A is aspirin for those who are at risk for an event, a stroke or heart attack. B is blood pressure control, not just detection or treatment, but actual control. Cholesterol management, could be diet, exercise, could be medicine, um, and then smoking cessation. Okay. And like you said, we're getting to this point in our society where people can have all that information and we can create systems. And they can access healthcare professionals more continuously, which to me is key because we're dealing with a chronic medical condition. That individual might be in a doctor's office for what, 0.005% of their lives, and they're, li- they're living their lives outside that doctor's office. So how can we provide that connection to help them? And they want the people want the connection. They may not be able to come in physically to have it, but they right. want it. Right. Cool. All right. Good. Who's to hop? My brain will quit working. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> um,